I'm Janine. This is KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine, and this is Get the Funk Out. Standing by to join me is Star Parodi, and she's an honoree of the 2021 She Rocks Awards, and she's joining us right now. Hey, Janine. How are you? Good. No, normally, I would get to meet you in person on the red carpet and at the events, but this is the next best thing. I know. We don't have to deal with traffic, but it would be way better to meet in person. <laughs> I know. I know. So how, what did you think when you were being honored at this event? Well, to me, it's a, such a great honor because it's by women for women. And it also encompasses women who are really, um, you know, out there performing, but also behind the scenes. And I love the, the scope of the, of the different kinds of um, women that are being honored for, you know, the different things that they're doing. So it's just, you know, an amazing group. And, you know, I just feel so, so excited about it. It, it's an amazing event. I have been part of the event for so many years now. Give me a sense of your backstory. I put your information on my show blog, but I mean, you were on the Arsenio Hall show. When did you first know music was for you as a child? You know, I, I, it was around a young teenager and I was, I had a little, you know, troubled spate going on, you know, mm -hmm. music kind of saved me. And um, I, I feel like I just started really practicing piano in earnest and then got into writing, you know, scoring to picture. Um, and it's just, it's been a many faceted road because I love so many different aspects of music. Mm -hmm. and, um, you know, so that's, it's just been, a, it's been a journey, but a really wonderful one. It's amazing. And music does save us, doesn't it? Oh yeah. It Especially does. right now. <laughs> We need it more than ever now, you know, I think people don't know how much they need it until, you know, try watching a film without music, you know, right. or try just listening to talking all the time. Exactly. <laughs> music, uh, music is, is expresses more than a million words could say. I, I always try to tell people about flow in positive psychology and that zone you get into. When did you know, like, that was your zone? getting into music and what it was doing to you, you know, how, how are you feeling at a young age? You know, it, it's so funny that you say that it's kind of like a runner's high, right? Yes. You yes. know, you're running and all of a sudden you don't feel your legs anymore and you realize exactly. you want a few miles or a million yeah. miles. I think it's the same. Um, I think that um, piano has always been um, kind of my touchstone. Mm -hmm. I have a really special piano too that I, I didn't get right away. Obviously I, I got it as I was more of an adult and, and a professional, but it, it still has the MGM uh, sound tag on it from being in the MGM studios in the late twenties and thirties. Oh my gosh. Is that the one? That's the one. And, and um, it said that the, that the wizard of Oz was recorded on this piano. The oh, come on. And so like, you know, there's something about this particular piano. I think I've, I, you know, have gotten in the zone ever since I've, I've really been doing music, but when I sit down at this piano, there's something about the overtones and the way that it feels and, and just the way that it, that it kind of touches me that really, mm -hmm almost puts me into a meditative state sometimes. Oh, I believe it. I believe it. And just knowing who has been part of that piano in the past and the magic it's brought to people and you're part of that. 
I know. I mean, I, I, I pinch myself that I somehow found this piano or it found me. It's funny, um, you know, on, on the piano uh, keyboard, there's the keys and underneath it, um, if you put your hands under there, you can feel gum <laughs> from, <laughs> from all the studio, you know, musicians that probably were on the MGM stage at that time, yeah. and just took their gum out and stuck it under the piano under there and, and you know, I've had some work done on the piano and they started to scrape off the gum. And I said, no, don't scrape off the gum. You have to leave the gum. That's you know? amazing. You want to leave it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I like I, that. Yeah. yeah, I love it. They scraped off a few pieces, but there's still a few pieces there. <laughs> gum that is. I know. I know. It's lacquered over. I mean, it doesn't feel like gum anymore, but it's, it's nice to have it there. That's funny. So, <laughs> so tell me what happened next for you as far as your career and how you got to where you are now. Well, um, you know, I, I was so fortunate to be able to be on some, some really wonderful shows very early on, right out of high school. I got a job um, as a sideline musician on Fame, uh, on the television oh. show Fame, and was able to, um, you know, write, write some music for the cast members as well some songs. And so that was really my first foray into writing. And, mm -hmm. and um, I went on the road with, with, you know, several different artists. Um, George Howard was, was one that I just loved. And he was, you know, he's sadly no longer alive, but he had an amazing, amazing group, kind of a um, R&B, uh, I guess you'd call it smooth jazz now, you know, but mm -hmm. at the time it was kind of R&B funk, um, and I, I was in his band and we opened for Whitney Houston on her first tour and had some really amazing experiences with him. And then, you know, of course I did a gazillion gigs in, you know, I during the whole time, you know, everything from, you know, I mean, just playing everywhere I could, playing with everyone I could. Um, I got, uh, I got hired to play on the Arsenio Hall show in, in 1989. And I did that for six years. And what was so great about that show, in addition to it just being, um, you know, wonderful, wonderful experience, being able to play with, you know, so many of my heroes and, and you know, jam yeah. with just such a, a wonderful band. And Arsenio was was a great boss and, and just, great. you know, it was wonderful. But it also allowed me to stay in town rather than going on the road. And mm -hmm. um, I... I was, I got a kind of a, I guess you would call him a, a mentor. I, at the time he wasn't really a mentor. He hired me to work on one of his shows, but he knew that he was really helping me and giving me a chance. And he was a very busy, uh, Who's that? Mike, uh, no, Mike Post. Oh, Mike Post. Okay. Mike Post, just a very, very busy, successful television writer. And he had several people on his team and he hired me to be on his team and, and really gave me a shot at, writing for an orchestra every week so I owe a lot to him he was really wonderful to me and that both both I think Arsenio as a as a performer and Mike Post you know as a I guess you know a mentor and somebody who got me into writing for for picture really really helped. love it yeah have you been out in California most of your life yep all okay. my life. yeah pretty much I mean I, I went to high school for a year in Michigan Mm -hmm. at in which was you know I just lived away from home for a year yeah and and fame was um was that shot in Manhattan or is that done here that was done here okay I was done at Sony yeah okay yeah very cool and and what are you up to now as far as your career and what you're doing well I'm you know it's so funny I mean I've, I have always 
wanted to find ways to continue to be an artist and a performer as well as a composer. Nice. And uh, so I'm continuing that, you know, I'm a Steinway artist. I do um, piano, you know, solo piano albums. Um, I'm working on an Apple TV show right now. Oh, good. I'm really excited about, I did a, um, a couple of indie films in the, you know, over the pandemic. Mm -hmm. um, That's good. Yeah, I'm working on another album and as well. And I'm, I'm, you know, I've been the president of the Alliance for Women Film Composers for the past two years. And, that. and really, uh, that's just been so gratifying. I've met, you know, the most amazing women. And it's, it's something that I feel really passionate about. I have an amazing team that, you know, we all work together to, you know, create um, education opportunities, professional development, networking, um, mentorship. Mm -hmm. So we're doing a lot and I'm really, really proud of the work that we're doing. And I went to an event a couple of years ago because I met somebody at Women in Film, Erin Desi. You know Erin? I don't. She doesn't, she doesn't spell it the usual name of Erin. Um, and I went to the Women in Film event. I think I met her. Then she invited me to a composer event in LA and it was amazing. And they were, they were showing different films and bringing up the different composers that had scored for those films. Yeah, that's so cool. Women in Film has been a great partner. We work with a lot of organizations, you know, and, and kind of co-do events together and stuff. Mm -hmm. and, and Women in Film is just amazing. Yeah. And obviously the, the, you know, the Women's International Music Network, the women, you oh, know. Oh, yes, Laura B. Whitmore. Oh, Laura Whitmore, Bonnie, you know, they yeah. are just crazy amazing. And, you know, what they're doing is just amazing as well. I know. I just spoke to her yesterday. I just posted our conversation and I told her, I can't believe, I mean, every year she hits it out of the park with the She Rocks. And this year to continue to to bring this to people because we, we all need something, you know, and I'm so glad they did this online. It's going to be outstanding tomorrow night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I feel the same. I mean, it's it's amazing, you know, what they've pulled together mm -hmm. and the, you know, the incredible group they've pulled together and they just blow me away. Right. <laughs> they really do. You know, I was telling her and other people, there is a flip side to this pandemic and that, you know, normally I would t talk to you for probably three minutes on the red carpet star and then that would probably be it. And I might see you inside at the event, but I've, I've made it my um, goal to connect with people face to face. So instead of just doing the radio show, I decided to do it on camera because it gives us an opportunity to connect because we're so disconnected. Yeah. You know? Yeah, no, I, I feel the same. You know, I, I guess there's always some kind of a silver lining. I mean, I, I obviously wish there was no pandemic. Oh, of course. You know? of course. But, um, but I have, I feel like I've connected with people um, in, in a really meaningful way mm -hmm. you know, over Zoom. And, and sometimes, like, like you're saying, you get a chance to talk with people for longer and right. you get to really know people. And I think that there's some really deep relationships that I'm, I know that I've been developing and I, I'm pretty sure a lot of people have, you know. Um, I call it the time to redefine humanity. Like yeah. we were taking it for granted, like connecting, re really connecting with people. Um, so it's, um, it's been an interesting time. Um, what, um, were you, are you performing tomorrow night at all? Are you? Yes, yes, okay. um, yes, I'm doing a song. 
Um, and obviously there's just some amazing performers that I can't wait to, to see Nancy Wilson. And I'm, I'm not sure who all is performing. I know a lot of amazing performers are being honored. Right. But, um, I'm, I'm doing a song um, that I wrote with my daughter and oh. she, she's a singer songwriter and she's really amazing. She's 17. Her name's Isolde Day Fair. And so they ask us to do a song together. So it's kind of a mother daughter thing. I love um, it. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm excited about it. Oh, it's so wonderful. I have, I want to read off um, the honorees and it's on the She Rocks Awards um, site. Let's see. Uh, yeah. SheRocksAwards.com. Uh, let me get to here because for people that don't know, because it's, I know people can still RSVP for tomorrow night. It's right. Friday the 22nd. Virtual red carpet is at five o'clock. Uh, Pacific time, eight o'clock Eastern time. Pre-show is six o'clock Pacific time, uh, nine o'clock Eastern time. Awards begin at 6.30 and uh, there's a silent auction. I don't see the list. Um, oh, wait a minute, wait a minute. Here it is, I found it. <laughs> I found it. You know, I, I, I know most of the honorees um, to, to, but it's better probably if you read everybody's name so nobody gets left out. I know. Okay, got it. Nancy Wilson of Heart, Amy Lee of Effinescence, Sheree Curry, Cindy Blackman Santana, The Go-Go's, Margaret Cho, you, Sean Hennessy, uh, and I don't know how to pronounce her last name, Min Minicelli? Minselli, yeah. Minselli, excuse me. Uh, Gwen Bethel Riley, Kim Warnick, opening act Magnolia Boulevard. Pretty awesome. Oh, I can't wait. Yeah. I mean, imagine if this was in person, though. Oh, makes me go crazy, <laughs> but because it would be so much fun. I know. I know. Anything else you'd like to leave the viewers with? Maybe even some advice to people that are musicians and they're feeling kind of down in the pandemic. Yeah, well, I mean, that that can be because our whole, you know, our whole ground has been taken that away from us, you know, right. and uh, it's been very difficult. But um, I would just say, you know, I just um, I feel like music is such a journey, you know, mm -hmm. and um, every time anyone thinks that they're there, they're, you know, the there part moves. <laughs> Right. <laughs> you know? And so I just feel like, you know, constantly being open, saying yes to possibilities that might not seem, you know, that might seem to come out of nowhere, but sometimes can turn into really special, miraculous things are a good way to, to continue to look at life, you know, and that's how I've been just trying to, you know, look at life that way and yeah. to come from a place of gratitude and love with, you know, with everything. I love that. And also it's never too late to pick up an instrument, no matter how old you are. It's that is right so, now. That is so true. And I, I have, you know, friends and people I know that started playing piano and, and playing different instruments, you know, well into their thirties, even into their forties. I mean, you could pick up an instrument at 70 or yes. 80 and mm -hmm. it would, it would reconnect synapses in your brain and right give you so much joy and you know you may have a hidden talent you know so I tell I love that you said that because I think you know we're so conditioned to think that everyone has to be you know uh like a a savant you know and pick up right. something at five years old and you yes know, and that's not true yes 
And a lot of times, um, and this has happened to me, like life takes over and you just start focusing on other things and you keep thinking, oh, I really want to play guitar, but I can't make the time or you don't know. And then you think, oh, it's too late. What, who am I kidding? But it's, it's really not too late. And it can bring you such a great mental vacation, you know? Yeah. And it brings other people joy too. Definitely. So yes, great point. Uh, where can people find out more about you? Uh, you can go to my website, which is star Karodi and stars with two R's. Okay. S T A R R P A R O D I.com. And you can listen to a lot of my music there and you know, see some fun pictures and, and uh, read some blogs that I've written about the piano and, you know, all kinds of stuff. All right. Great. And I can't wait to see you perform. Thank you so much. And I'm just so happy to meet you even this oh. way. Hope you too. You too. <laughs> And one of these days, it'll be in person. Yes, for sure. Okay. All right. <laughs> All right. Thanks so much. Thank you so much for having me on your show. My pleasure.